Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Just Vet Things. My name is Courtney. I am the host. And today we are going to be just kind of touching base on what it's like as a military member and getting out. You all know what I'm talking about. Getting back out into that civilian life and really trying to, really trying to function in it. I'll tell you what, it is not the easiest thing to do. Some people think, oh, they're fine. They seem fine. They look fine. They're fine. I'll tell you what, there's a whole lot going on up here. One of the biggest things I'm going to talk about, I've gotten some of these ideas from some friends of mine and some of the things they've struggled with because I'm only one person and I really want to do this as a whole like collective thing of other issues people have had because I'm not the only one with issues with the military. <laughs> Come on, the military is a very toxic relationship. Anybody that's in it, you know what I'm talking about. So biggest thing I'm going to say right now to kind of start this off is like family not visiting family and friends but then what's that one line they hit you with yep you know what I'm talking about hey when you're home we, we should meet up hey when you're home or you never come to visit yeah you never come to visit dude I'm out here on a contract I can't leave what's your excuse like I might get Saturday Sunday off if I'm lucky if I'm lucky but dude you actually get like three-day weekends so you can leave I actually can't like some of us got a radius we have to stick to. We have to ask for leave. It's a whole process that you don't even know anything about when you can leave anytime you want to go anywhere. So first off, why haven't you come to see me if I'm so important to you? Or, you know, I haven't heard from you in, what, six months, a year? What's up with that, man? Come on. That communication, that visiting, that goes both ways. And it's a lot easier as a civilian. Personally, I'm a civilian now. It's a lot easier as a civilian to travel. If I want to go out for a trip on the weekend, I just pack some shit in my car and I go. You know, it's not it's not that easy for people in the military half the time. Some like are on call, others have other things. You know, it it doesn't work that way in the military. And a lot of people don't get that. A lot of people don't get that. But another thing, I tell you what, talking about family, the way our family treats us when we get home, that's a whole thing. That's a whole thing. They think, the some either act like we're ticking time bombs because they worry we all have PTSD, which majority of people do, but they don't know how to react to us. Like, man, we're still the same person we were when we left. We're still, we're, okay, okay, okay. We're not exactly the same. But it's like, I still want to go out and do stuff. I still want to, like, hang out and spend time with you. I still want to do some things with you. And I don't want you to walk on eggshells when you're around me. Now, my, the, whenever I was in staff, the, the, they, didn't, they didn't walk on eggshells. I don't know why you feel the need to all of a sudden. You never held anything back. Now you're walking on eggshells? What for? What are you hiding? I don't care. We usually got so much of service members going on. We usually don't really care that much because we're all in our own little worlds. Just treat us like human beings, man. We just, we still want to be like cared for. We still want to like do family dinners. We still hug people. We still have emotions. So treat us like a human being. And on top of that, don't get mad when the only thing we want to do is like go to a small town bar. Maybe we don't even want to go to a small town bar. Maybe we want to maybe just go grab a bite or just, we just want to stay in. Maybe we want to go to the liquor store and get a few drinks and stay in. But maybe we want to stay in. People have social anxiety in the military like NSOB. 
And this is all because we are trained, we are taught to watch every door, every corner of the room, know our exits at all times, and if something happens, to always be prepared. And a big thing, we are, our brains are literally rewired to function as a unit. We no longer are like, this is one of the biggest things that happens in boot camp. We are trained to work as a team. We get like punished as a team. We get, <laughs> we get happiness as a team. We get appraisal as a team. We get punished as a team. And that's pretty much it. It's your group. It's no longer just about you. It's about that group. So whenever we're seeing all that and we're visiting family, we're visiting friends, and we're the only one of us, but we're still around other people, we are like seriously heavily watching doors. We are watching doors like no other. At least <laughs> I do. I don't know about all y'all, but I do. My ex did. My other ex did. I got a collection base going on here. You know what? Some of us have general consensus um but like i watch doors i'm gonna know the doors i usually walk around the place and then i can finally chill but i walk around the place find the doors find where i'm at understand the motion and then i chill but like it's taking me a lot time long time to get there not everybody's there but with that social anxiety when we're taken away from our unit and who we're with our team sometimes we can't function without our team because we're so used to having our team we're so used to it not just being us. Yes, we're with other people, but civilian people don't usually function the way we function. We're just, we're just different. We're just different, man. We're not the same. We're, we're still people, don't get me wrong, and we're still trying to be in civilian life. And shoot, some people come out and they're just fine. Nothing changed for them. Good for them. This podcast is for them too, but a lot of it's going to be about a lot of us that got a whole lot of hell. And on top of that, going out in public is hard. And being in the military, we, as a group, we do not find the best coping mechanism. We usually find some unhealthy coping mechanisms, which is like, you know, when you sign the contract, you either get like tattoos, you, you get the uh, drug addiction, or, or, you know, you get the alcohol, you become an alcoholic. Or some are just into fast cars and blow all their money there. I that's a that's a new contender, um, you know. But you've got something you're going to spend all your money on, and that's kind of just what it is. And and it's that addiction. It's it's that it's that coping mechanism. But that stuff isn't always healthy. And don't get me wrong. Some people push it all to the gym. But going to the gym all the time and pushing it all out there that's not. Mm, I, I mean that's better. But that's not necessarily the best coping mechanism either. Sometimes you gotta look in and reflect that self. And you gotta like look at yourself, look at who you are, and really like feel that emotion. I know we're talking about emotions, doing the worst thing here for the military. I know. But you gotta look inward. You've got to like let some of that emotion out, whatever that is that's going on, and find healthy coping mechanisms. Like, I know so many people that first thing they do when they get out and they're now a civilian, they go drinking all the time. Honey, that is a bad path. That is what I did. That is not the path you want to go down. I'm telling you from experience. Yeah, it works for now, but it's not always going to work. It is not always going to work. And that is the hardest thing. Like, we may think we find something that works. And it may work. 
Maybe great. But how long is that going to last? That's what coping mechanisms are about. Finding things that help you cope with the difficulties that you're having in life and be able to move forward in a healthy way. But <laughs> in that military lifestyle, you know, that very unhealthy way. Yeah, uh-huh. Almost all of us have that very unhealthy coping mechanism. And a lot of us still do it today. Still do it today. I know people that have been out for years, years, and they still think they can hide away what they went through with drinking. I know people that are in, and on the weekends, they hide away that truth with the drinking. Babe, that drinking's not going to help you. It may be working. I get it. You, you're like, busy five days a week, four or five days a week, six days a week, and then you drink that other day, and you just drink it all gone. That works for them. What about those other days? Oh, that's right. You're drinking in the evening. That's what you do now. And then you're waking up with energy drinks in the morning. How many you got? You got like five of them? Three coffees? Mm -hmm. I know what you're doing. I, I know what you're doing. But my point is, that stuff's not always great. Reach back out to those that, that family. Reach back out to your friends. See what they're up to when you're struggling in a time of need. They may not always be there for you. They may not come visit you. They not, they, I can't help that one. That's just, that's, a, that's an unknown to all of us. But reach out. You may feel alone. You may feel like I can't show this to anybody because I got to be tough. Reach back out to those family and friends. They know you're human. Your mama knows you're human. Your daddy knows you're human. Your auntie, your grandmama, they still see you as that little kid they seen growing up. They know you got feelings. Reach out to somebody that knows you have feelings. And on that topic today, we are out with our time. And check me out on JustVetThings.com. Got a little website going on there if you need to ever have questions or you just want some more information about kind of what we're doing here. Or even if you want to come on in and talk with me, that would be absolutely great. I'm totally here for it. I always take suggestions and I'm always here for a speaker. Y'all have a wonderful weekend and I am out.